What's good? What's good? It's your man, Drayton Jackson, DraytonJackson.com. Conversations with Dre. We are here back on another day. Oh, man. This, 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 uh, once again, another week is, is good. I'm going to just say this real quick, and I'm going to end it with that, and I ain't going to talk about it. The Mueller report is done. That's it. I ain't, I ain't going no more no more into it, all right? No collusion. No more into it, all right? Um, you know your man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very straightforward with a lot of things that we talk about on this show, and that's the reason why, you know, uh want to have this show just to be able to express some of the things that I have. And whether those that have been around me, you know that I'm a very straight up dude. I don't, I don't hide it. I don't run from it. Whatever you ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth. However it go down, it's going to go down. And the thing about it is I always want to be my authentic self. That's what we're going to talk about today with identity and, you know, who are you? You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are hiding. Um, and I, and I just want to deal with, with that. But with that being said, I told you guys I was going to read letters, right? And I what? please do not stop having your letters coming in. My producer's working on a way that you guys could just hit me right through the podcast automatically. So this way we could just, you know, get your quotes and you don't have to go to the website or anything like that. But for right now, you know, hit up the website, DraytonJackson.com and then just go right there to contact us. So real quick, I'm going to read this, um, this letter that came in, uh, no name, but, uh, from Tacoma, uh, real quick. Now she was answering my thing from last week with talking about, uh, love and how the word really does not exist. Um, and then, uh, she's talking about a part that I said about the abused women and is a couple other people have chimed in and they, they kind of said, Oh, I got what you were saying. So I'm gonna read what she, what she said. I'm hoping that it's just she from Tacoma. I'm appalled that you would even say a good relationship and an abusive relationship is one in the same. I was in an abusive relationship for almost 10 years. Some nights I was in the hospital. Other nights, my children watched me get beat in front of them. How dare you say a man that is, how dare you say as a man that is the relationship we want as a woman? I think that it is disgusting that you say that this is the research in the woman that you interviewed in prison. Those women were abused, psychologically destroyed and being punished for killing the oppressor and abuser, which in itself was wrong. But you have a platform to speak the bullshit you want to speak in the unfounded research that you stated. You should be ashamed of yourself for even bringing the thought of abuse and a good relationship in the same breath to coma. I look, I, I, I agree. I, I, I definitely understand what, what, what you're saying. And it shocked me, too. You know, um, and, you know, I, I had, I had to talk to my producer because, you know, me, I look, I answer back everything, man. I don't, I don't run from uh, anything from it. But I, what I'm going to do is I am going to dedicate a podcast just to dealing with abuse and relationships and I'm going to show you why. And this is why my book got picked up. It never got published because the editor that picked me up wound up getting fired. But anyway, um, but very, very serious issues within in both. And, you know, I and I and I, I thank you for, you know, uh, hitting me up. And like I said, I'm not going to run from anybody talking. You know, if you got your opinion, one, it's going to be expressed on the show. You, you guarantee that. And I and I I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, I if I offended you in that in that way. However, we we will have this conversation um, on our episode all by itself. You have my word. We're going to talk about abusive relationships and we're going to talk about, you know, what what they entail and and 
I'm going to make my point to that. And maybe we just open it up and make it a live thing and then we'll see. All right. Uh, so listen, real quick. Uh, and I thank you for, for writing in. Oh, remember, keep writing in. Do not stop writing in. I, I, I'm going to read your comments on, on the thing. If you want to don't, you know, be anonymous, uh, synonymous is all good. I, I don't mind. So you guys saw this. I, I got to talk about it because it happened in my home state um, where I came from. Um, last week. Right. Around 3 a.m., March 10th, aboard a uh, northern bound two train, which is a two train that I used to ride in to to from Brooklyn, uh, Flatbush. Shout out to Flatbush. Um, pulled into the 238 Street Station in Norod Avenue and NYPD released this video and his name, the dude's name. And I know you guys have seen it already. It's a 36 year old man, Mark Gomez of Yonkers. And and I'm I'm really shocked because y'all has got some hard people up there. No 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 BS man. No BS you know. And but what I've always respected about Yonkers, no BS. It's very rare that you hear about Yonkers doing ill will to people that should not get it. And I'm, I'm I know I, I got a I got a uh, 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 I got a great friend, one of my best friends, Johnson, that live up there, right? And in, in his area, like th- th- this, is where the goons are, right? And I've watched dudes stop stuff when children are around. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I think that this this is really messing with a lot of us that are from New York, uh, because this is not, you know, any of. What real, real thug dudes are. So we, I'm going. We, we gonna play. We gonna play the um, the press release real quick, or the press conference that the um, I, the NYPD had. You know, uh, arrested the guy. I'm gonna say it that way. They arrested him, and this is the segment from that arrest. And in the Bronx, police say as the two train pulled in, a man approached the woman and attacked. She raises her arm, trying to block the blows. On the video, you hear the voices of several riders and even see another passenger recording, but no one steps in to help. The man is able to get away right after the attack. Frank Trainer spent 15 years as an NYPD officer. He understands fear may stop some riders from stepping in when they see someone is being hurt. Trainer says if you want to help, it's important to first assess the situation. So... Let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. And and I, I want to be 100 with what I'm talking about. I'm being 100 with what I'm talking about. I have intervened maybe three or four times in my life on situations. Right. The one the one thing I won't intervene with ever again, ever again, is a domestic violence thing. When when I see uh, a man and a woman uh, do something, I'm gonna give you a quick story. Right. Uh, so I'm 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 in uh, I'm in Harlem. And um, I'm walking down, I think it was one, I want to say 7th Ave, right? 7th Ave and 138th, 7th Ave, 138th, I do believe it is. So I I hear this, stop it, stop it. And I'm watching this dude beat, beat this chick. So I go up and I take, you know, like, yo, son, yo, chill, man. Yo, chill. Nigga, like, mind your business, man. Mind your business. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And he has her by the hair. Now, mind you, I'm like, nah, so it's not going down, dog. And then he like, you know, he, he go, he go to like, you know, go to the back. And, and, and I guess, you know, what he was reaching, but I, my, my shit's in the front. So I pull out. Why did the female go off on me? 
<laughs> like he was saying, like, the fuck are you doing? Mind your business. And I was like, after that, I realized there's things that I won't, you know, as far as the domestic violence situation, ask any, ask any police officer throughout the country. They'll tell you the same thing. It just, it just always switches. Love is, you know, that quote, quote word love. Right. Um, but in this situation, this thing got filmed and this is what's happening around the country. This is what's happening around the country. People are filming and becoming, quote unquote, TMZ reporters, world star reporters and not helpers. I'm going to tell you it straight the hell. Like I, I told I told my, my wife this. I told my man, me and my man in New York had a conversation on this. And I'm going to tell you what he kind of said. Yo, let me say this to you. I would have either been killed because if he's carrying something, I would have been dead off of it. Or he would have been dead and I would have been going to jail. There is no way in the world that I'm going to get on a train and watch some grown man kick a homeless woman, a homeless woman. Because of whatever reason you feel that she's a threat. I don't give a damn if you knew the age. I don't care if what, what she said to you. You knew that there was a situation. And let me let me bring this up real quick. Homeless attacks happen on the daily. Homeless attacks happen. It doesn't get reported. It doesn't get looked at. It doesn't even get brought up. And I know that because when I used to ride the A train, I used to get tested all the time. And, and it got to the point where I, I think I had I had some dudes that like, you know, try to do something to me one time. And, you know, I'm, I'm drunk because I'm trying to, like, get, deal with the night. And when these dudes came around, I'm like, Yo, what the f- you doing, son? What's up? You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you start to realize I need something. Either I'm going to carry a knife or I'm going to carry a gun with me. You get what I'm saying? And, and that's what a lot of homeless people can't do. So the whole aspect of what you saw happens a lot. It happens a lot. And I just want people to understand that. But let me say this. My man said it straight up. He said, we're going to deal with that, D. We're going to deal with that situation. You know what I'm saying? So, Mr. Gomez, you know, if you're in the tombs and everything, I don't, you know, let's, let's see how the court hearing look. Let's see how the, let's see how he looks doing court hearing. Right. But we don't, that's not how we do things, man. That's not how we do things. And I'm telling you, the punks, Gomez is a punk, period. But the punks that filmed it. The people that's ooing and iron in, uh, in the background, those are the real pussies. Real talk. Those are the real pussies. It's your man, Drain Jackson, DrainJackson.com. Yo, don't go anywhere, baby. I'm coming right back. A punk gas investor I don't like. For real. Don't like no punk motherfuckers, man. For real, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and, and, and it's crazy because I laugh a lot. But y'all don't even understand why I laugh. Like, we, we, we'll have a discussion on that one day. You know what I'm saying? We'll have a discussion on that one day. Um, I'm going to play something real quick. Uh, let, let, let's just dive into what we're going to talk about today. Identity. We're going to talk about who the hell are you? Because half of the people, I don't even think you walk around, you guys don't know who you are. And uh, I just want to talk about this, man. I want to talk about this because, you know, we, we call it fake. In the hood, we call it fake. Like real talk, we like yo, you a fake nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? We we call it fake, but it's not really fake. It's it's hidden identities, and I want to I want to I want to talk about this. I'm gonna play a segment that's kind of started this. Le'Veon Bell from the Pittsburgh Steelers had left Pittsburgh. He had uh, 
you know, didn't play all of last season. And there was so much that went into this. Right. And if you follow football, you know that uh, A.B., Antonio Brown left as well. But I want to play just this part and make you understand why I went down this road for a minute, because it made me really think about something. They, 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 they kind of treat you like, all right, if you're like that, like they don't treat you like a human. What I mean by that is like, I'm, yeah, I'm an NFL athlete, but it's still, I'm a human being, you know what I'm saying? So like, I still play video games, I still make music. It's like, they don't want to like allow you to be yourself for real. It's like, they want you to be, if you're a stealer, like you're literally supposed to be playing football 24 seven. You're not supposed to be, uh, playing video games and like making music, playing basketball. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be working out. So do you understand that the man said he couldn't be himself on a football team that he is part of? If he played video games, or you shouldn't be playing video games, if you do all of that, right? But then that, that made me think about people that get attacked all the time, like Odell Beckham, like Antonio Brown, people that express who they are and have that emotion, they get attacked. And it just made me think about it like, damn, as a society, are we starting to attack that? Are we starting to really get like that? And then it made me think about this, right? The majority of us, it made me think about church. Let me be honest with you. It made me think about church, right? My wife brought this up couple of years back that how is it that we talk about, you know, being in Christ and being loving God who made Adam and Eve with no clothes walking around the garden. And then yet I get judged when I walk into the doors of the church. And that messed me up. I was like, wow, because she didn't feel comfortable being in the church. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this whole thing is real. So society what we have done is that now we we, we start looking at everything. I'm going to bring this up, right? You have people that go to work that, you, that you're with that are freaks, that are sex addicts. You got people that you're sitting with that are brilliant. They're geniuses, right? And then you got something that is as dumb as all outdoors. Then you got not good with money. Then you got people that, you know, are, are drug addicts on the side but can hide it. Alcoholics on the side can hide it. And they're not being their authentic self, which leads to a lot of other destructions within their own self. So for me, it's been for a long time. Like, I, I'll never forget when I when I, when I became like, I'm not, I don't care anymore. You know what I'm saying? It, it like when I was a teenager and I'm, I'm trying to please friends. And one of my, my dudes that I'm with, he was like, yo. Why are you so fake around us? Because I, I, I used to go to the library all the time. I used to read. I used to do everything that in the ghetto you ain't supposed to do. Right? So I was a project dude that stayed in the library reading comic books. And then I'll come out and hang out with my peoples who, who was, you know, in the streets. And I'll start talking about, like, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, Spider-Man or something. And then I was looked at it like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? You know what I'm saying? So I had to hide. And I'll never forget Hanging with my man and we we chilling in the, in the hallways, right in the staircase. You know, we drinking and all that stuff. And dude told me one time, he's like, "Yo, D, why are you acting like you one of us? 
I'm like, what are you talking about, son? He's like, nigga, you the smartest one out of all of us. And this was an older kid, right? He's like, yo, be you, nigga. If you can't be you around us, then you fake. You you like you you fake it. And from that point on, I never went back to like hiding everything of who I am. I come from the projects. I come from the ghetto. Period. I ain't ashamed of it. I ain't nothing of it. And I realize that a lot of people don't feel like that. But you know who do? A lot of strippers. A lot of prostitutes. A lot of LGBT porn stars. They have nothing to hide. They're their authentic self. Now, it's nasty to you. It, it's, it's messed up to you. Oh, look at them. Look at them. But they're the freest people that you're just walking on the earth. Even though their actions may not be of what you approve. But they're free in their actions of who they are. They've accepted that. They've accepted that you're not going to accept them. They are they're their authentic self. How many priests are sitting up there, right? Vanican dealing with it. How many priests putting on the robe? Right? But gay. Totally against the Bible. But they put on that robe every day. Jeffrey Dahmer put on like a, a, a straight face. The, the greatest thing that you heard when Jeffrey Dahmer got arrested, he was a great guy. Ted Bundy. Oh my God, he was so nice. Serial killers are the nicest people. Because they're great at hiding. Right? And a lot of people, in, and I don't want to put down the church, but just in religion overall, a lot of, a lot of people are hiding behind religion. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you some, because, you know, I, I, I got to give you some research, because, you know, like Homegirl said, my, my, my unfounded research. So I want to make sure that, you know, we, we, we have something there. So Psychologically Today, if you first year, you guys are with me first season, I love Psychological Today. It's one of the things that I read. I keep up with them. There was a paper that was done called Stigma, Expressions, Outcomes, and Boundaries, Conditions, a meta-analysis. What that means is that this research paper went deep into dealing with metadata, right? They wanted to use this metadata to show something. So this, this is what was quoted out of that, right? And I'm going to put it up. People who are open about less visible stigmas, sexual orientation, race, um, anything that, that I'm paraphrasing this part, <laughs> anything that has to do with, you know, them not giving, being an authentic self at work or are less stressed. They're happier. They're healthier and more productive than their peers who stay closeted about discussing less visible stigmas, according to the recent meta-analysis of 65 different studies. Notably, the researchers found that those with a less visible stigma that wasn't automatically apparent, meaning color and all that stuff, who chose to share the chinks in one's armor with colleagues were more likely to express beneficial outcomes. Meaning that, you know, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know, I, I, I suffer from alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah, you know, my, I, I, live, I live in the projects. Yeah, you know, I, I carry a gun, you know. These are the stigmas, right? So those, and this is what it goes on to say, those with sensible stigmas who choose not to hide their true identity at work were more productive in their workplace and happier with their overall lives. And that's what you got to understand is you got to be your authentic self. 
You cannot be anybody else except who you are. And I think what happens, I get I, this is what I get jammed up with a lot. I speak the truth so much that somebody, you know, I keep getting whispers in my ear like, hey, come on. Like, don't, don't, you know, don't, because, you know, if you say that. But I got to tell the truth. How many of you have seen your girlfriend? I'm talking to the women now. Or I'm not talking to the guys, too. You, you knew, you knew that this was crazy. You sat down, you done went out, y'all done hung out. Oh, this this is this is uh Billy. Billy, this is uh, Karisha, this is my girls. And you looked at this his eyes, <laughs> you knew. <laughs> Crazy. But you 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 wanted to make sure that she was happy. So you hid the truthfulness of yourself to be truthful to your friend. To stop her going down that road. How many of you are just straight out freaks and then a co-worker say some ill shit? And instead of you just clapping back like, Shh, whatever, you think sh- you think that's ass? That ain't ass. <laughs> we, we have to learn how to be comfortable with who we are. I don't care. Fat, skinny, black. Uh, it doesn't matter. Because if you don't understand who you are as a person, then you never understand who you are as a human being. And that's more critical because God made you as a human being. And you have to understand your connection with God in order to understand your truthfulness. It's your man, Dre and Jackson. Conversation with Dre. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about it, baby. Mask off. Mask on. <laughs> Make a decision, man. Mask off or mask on. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Future, man. And it's crazy because Seattle... We got Future's baby over here. <laughs> nah, oh my God, that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> that was so wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, let, let's. I um, some years back, I think it was uh, I was I was in a community college called BMCC. I wrote a paper uh, called Superman, the Hidden Human, and. I went deep into this paper. I like I, I, it, took, it took me three weeks to do this paper, man. It's my paper, man. I love this paper. But um, what I talked about in in this paper was why would Superman come to Amer- to the world and pick the weakest person to be a person with glasses. Right. Quote, unquote, quote, unquote, weak. Let me let me express that. But this is what Superman did. I didn't do this. He put glasses on. He acted nerdy. He did not fit in. He was not the normal human being. But yet this man has superpowers. But he chose that to be on Earth. And in my paper, I expressed that we as humans, that's the way Superman saw us as very weak and hiding behind things. So just to go on a, a little bit of a, you know, superhero thing. Why do superheroes wear masks? Why does Bruce Wayne have to hide? Why does um, I think we said who else? Um, Batman. Right. Oh, that's Bruce Wayne. Why, why, why does Bruce Wayne have to hide? Why does uh, Spider-Man have to hide? Why does any superhero with power have to hide? 
And then what I want you to think about is the people that don't hide. Thor, Wonder Woman, um, you know, a couple people. I had an argument with my son and my producers, and you know, they were talking about uh, the Hulk doesn't hide. The Hulk hides in David Banner. Yes, he does. But um, you know, Hulk, Thor and Wonder Woman, you know, they're gods. They're gods. They don't hide who they are. They don't. Thor would throw out that ham in a minute. Wonder Woman, Diana, Diana's waiting to take off the damn clothes and just show who she is. She don't give a damn. Because they know who they are. They understand who they are. Superman is the same way. It's just that Superman realizes that he has to, because he was conformed by humans. You can't show this to the world. They will hate you. You get what I'm saying? So... When you look at it, right, Captain America, almost the same way, he just took off the mask. So what you have to do as a human being is figure out where are you comfortable with? See, and then this is the argument that I get. I, nobody need to know my business. It's not your business. Why? Who cares? It's not about hiding your business. It's about hiding who you are. And see, this is what leads to this, right? It leads to people having things on you. There's not a meeting I don't go into. There's not a a conversation I don't have. I don't care who it is. Anybody that knows me, you're going to get the. I'm going to tell you how I feel about a situation, what I think about a situation. And if you ask me, I'm going to give you the real. You may hate me at the end. You may whatever it is, but I know that I done spoke my authentic self. And then when you t- ask me, yo, is this you? This is me all day, every day. Because what I don't want is you to figure something out and then say, ah, see, I knew, I knew. And a lot of you are walking around with that. You're walking around with the guilt that you can't be yourself. Look what Antonio, I mean, not Antonio, look, look what um, Le'Veon Bell said. He couldn't be himself in a football team that was paying him money to do what he loves to do. How many of you are walking around like that not being your real self? You got to understand what, what, I'm, what I'm telling you. This is, you are, let me tell you this, and, and for those that are not spiritual, you know, I, I, like I said, I always go back and forth. I get you and I'm, 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 I'm going to get to you real quick. Give me a minute. If God made you in his image and likeness, then how can you not show God what I just said? Thor and Wonder Woman, they, they don't want to hide. Superman was conformed to hide. So. You have to look yourself in the mirror. This is what I do. I look myself in the mirror and I say, was you real? And I don't, I don't, let me tell you, I don't put my head down. I don't turn my eyes. I look myself in the mirror and I say, was I real? Are you real? Are you playing? Are you Memorex? Remember that commercial, although this is, you know, 35 and older, you know, is it live or is it Memorex? And that's what you got to figure out. 
What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And walk in that truth and watch your surroundings change. Because the more that you stand up and become who you want to be, the more everybody else conforms to who you are. I'll say it again. The more you walk around with who you want to be, the more everybody else will conform to who you are. They'll understand that's you. Look, hey, look, I'll tell you, you, you go back to New York, right? There, there, ain't, there ain't nobody in New York that I stayed with when I was homeless that will tell you, drink, drink you out of house and home. That, I'm just being honest with you. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. And, and it had to do with not, not, not being an alcoholic. It's, your boy likes to drink. I love my cigars. I love drinking. You know what I'm saying? And one of my boys that I was staying with when I was home was, oh, my God, I'll never forget. I walked in. I was staying with him in, on, you know, on the couch. <laughs> he said, yo, D. He said, that's yours. This is ours <laughs> because him and his wife I was staying with. <laughs> he said, this is yours. And I know he when he had his pockets, he's going to laugh about it. But and that's real. So when people know who you are, they can they understand who they're around. You understand it. And that's the thing that I think that we have to. And, and this is what messed it up. This is what I want to end off with. Now, let's, let's, let's end off with this. A lot of us have destroyed ourselves internally and psychologically because we are hiding. And what social media has done has made us complete liars of ourself. Because now you can hide behind a meme. I, I was watching I was watching uh, a female the other day that was putting on a filter on Instagram. And not and I'm just going to be honest with you, not not very attractive, but the filter made her look gorgeous as hell. And I said, who are you running from? You're the one that got to look at yourself in the mirror. Who are you running from? And I want you, I want you to think about this. And women, 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 my women, listen to me. Listen to me. You women do it all day. You justify it. You justify it. Because the beauty is in who you are naturally. The beauty ain't in none of the makeup products. The beauty is not in none of the uh, uh, weave or wigs that you wear. And then you wonder why in a relationship, your man, you start to say when he done met you, you didn't had all this crap on. And now he get to see the authentic you and you trying to figure out why the marriage, why the relationship and why it's not working. Because he never met you. He never met you. Because you had that weave on that looked good. You had that eyelashes, that makeup. You had all of that on that looked good. So when he got to know you, it was already what? Three, four, four years Become the person that you want to become and walk in that truth. No matter what, walk in that truth. Because at the end of the day, when you die and you're in that casket, they're going to dress you up the way that they want to dress you up anyway. That's your man, Drake and Jackson's conversation with Dre. Yo, 
please hit me up, man. Hit me up. Hit me up. Give me the letters, whether you liked it, whether you not. I want to hear from you. And yes, the YouTube channel is right there. It's, it's right there. Don't worry about it. The merch is on its way. And also, both of my Facebook pages are going down. They're going down. So you got to definitely hit me up. I don't know what it is right now offhand for the uh, Facebook page. But if you know it, if you follow me, then you, you know what it is. It's up there. But we got, I think, 18 more days and we done, baby. It should be a Drayton Jackson conversation with Dre right here at DraytonJackson.com. If you don't got the app, Anchor, download Anchor.fm and get me on your iTunes, Google. Peace. Conversations with Dre is intended for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed in the show by its host do not represent the views, positions, and opinions of Family Day Foundation, For You Entertainment TV, and its affiliates.